Hello and welcome back. Today is Sunday, April 11th, 2021. And the topic of this episode is, I will not sugarcoat anything, especially cancer cells. I had received a long list of topics and questions a while ago and had planned to group them in related topics and use them as inspirations for my podcast. One question was, is there a link between sugar, sugary drinks, and cancer? This is a great question as a, and a very important topic. But more importantly, I received inspiration from a cancer patient this morning. She lives in England, so naturally designing her shopping list and menus are a bit more challenging. Let me tell you a little bit of her story. She is young, in her mid-50s. She was misdiagnosed about two years ago, and her gallbladder was removed as the result of the misdiagnosis. Let me clarify this. Her gallbladder was fine and did not have to be removed, but it was surgically taken out as a result of the misdiagnosis. Then a few months after that, she was diagnosed with advanced stage colon cancer that had metastasized to her liver and her abdominal area. She has gone through lots of treatments and chemo, and she has lost a lot of weight and is seriously malnourished. I have seen and worked with many cancer patients in very similar situations, battling weight loss, malnutrition, weakness, among other things. So this was no news to me. Challenging sometimes, but no news. However, the challenge is more serious in this case because she is 5'4 and weighs about 65 pounds. Yes, you heard that right. And remember, she has no gallbladder. So her digestive system, specifically digestion of fats and some other foods, is very compromised and complicated. A side note, she also has celiac disease. So she started her journey with me on March 6th when she said she was given a few months to live as her cancer ha has advanced. Let me tell you this, nothing bothers me more than hearing this from a cancer patient. Quote, they gave me X amount of time, end quote. No one, no one, no one, let me say this again, no one can know that. And to make that statement by anyone to a cancer patient is the most irresponsible, insensitive, and stupid thing to do. I have no forgiveness for doctors who do that. Let me just put that out there. No doctor should dare to make a prediction like that, let alone say that out loud to their patient. I have had at least three cancer patients who were given three weeks to three months to live. And are you ready for this? Two out of three lived years beyond that, that death sentence, years as in eight and ten years after that. And one thank goodness, is doing great and riding her bike 50 plus miles to raise money for cancer research every summer. Did I mention she was given three months to live in 2016? You see why this rubs me the wrong way. So back to my patient in England. Not to my surprise, they never looked at her diet or paid attention to the fact that she was um, vaping nicotine that is, and was exposed to secondhand smoke. 
For someone with celiac disease, she was eating toast with butter every day, and nothing with any significant nutrients, proteins, or healthy fats. She was eating eggs. I have to say that. They were concerned about her weight, though, as was I. But was there any solution? What was their recommendation at the time? Not much, really. No advice, no recommendations, or anything at all. So I put her four-week plan together with much help from her sister in Ireland. We were able to locate a lot of good foods and help her shop. Needless to say, it was not easy for me to make a shopping list in London, where I have never been before, for healthy, good food, organic, natural foods. But we did it, and we got her started. The hardest part was to figure out the exact right amounts of healthy fats and proteins due to her missing her gallbladder. Let me say this: she is very motivated and started implementing. All of my recommendations immediately, as closely as possible, including stopping vaping. Thank goodness, I still can't believe not one person told her anything about that. The most important thing for me was to teach her what foods and behaviors and lifestyle feed her cancer cells, and what foods would arm her immune system to fight and kill the same cancer cells. This is actually the most rewarding part of my job, providing useful information and knowledge and all the tools to individuals to take control of their health. So every day and every week, we are in contact by email or Zoom to tweak things as needed. But her weight is not coming up as fast as we like. It is improving, but not fast enough. And of course, eating volumes of foods is taxing. On her digestive system, so just as I'm making some progress cleaning up her previous unhealthy, not nutritious diet and trying to feed her body with nutritious foods, I get an email. She does not eat anything without asking me first, which is great thing because she's still learning and she trusts me hundred percent, for which I am very thankful and very honored. A nutritionist who works with cancer patients out there. Recommended her a shake to help her gain weight, and get vitamins and minerals that she is likely missing. So I look at the label, and I am furious. Here's the list of ingredients on this、uh, supposedly healthy shake, in this exact order: dried glucose syrup, soy protein isolate, sugar. Palm oil, fructose, maltodextrin, mango flavoring four percent that is emulsifier, mono and diglycerides, and on and on and on with chemical ingredients, no good nutrients. So, to the side of this label, there is a statement: "Quote for special medical purposes for the dietary management of patients." With or at risk of developing disease-related malnutrition. End quote. I looked at this label many times. Where exactly is the nutrients in this? Or is this supposed to be perfect blend of nutrients for the cancer cells? It sure looks like that. As the first ingredients are perfect foods for cancer, I'm thinking to myself: 
Is this nutritionist trying to kill her faster? Because this shake would certainly achieve that. I told her not to touch this. I'm very bothered by this, but I'm not a bit surprised. So this naturally blends in well with the question that started this podcast. Is there a link between sugar, sugary drinks, and cancer? My answer is a loud and clear yes. There are several studies that have been published on this topic. One in particular was published in the Biomedical Journal in 2019 by a French group, which showed a very strong correlation and link between consumption of sugary beverages and, are you ready for this, 100% fruit juices and cancer rates. This is also no surprise to me, but it's good to see that the data is out there to show it. So here's my question for anyone who recommends something like that shake to any cancer patient or to anyone for that matter. Why would you recommend something to a cancer patient or anyone that has the main ingredients that are linked to cancer? Sugar, glucose syrup, which, by the way, is another concealed name for corn syrup. Fructose, or otherwise synthetic form of fruit sugar. And absolutely no good protein, any source of antioxidants, like things like vegetables and nutrients whatsoever. Are you out of your mind? I'm still brewing over this, as you can tell. Should I write to this nutritionist and tell her what I think? Is it going to make a difference? Are they going to listen to me? How many other cancer patients are given this shake? Can we save them? What do you think? Should I? I'm really asking you, my audience, do you think I should? Is there hope? If you're trying to prevent cancer or stay cancer-free, have a healthy and disease-free life, please eliminate all sugar from your diet. I'm not talking about small amounts of natural sugars and natural foods like fruits, but I am talking about carcinogenic sugar, such as those listed in this shake. If you are a cancer survivor and want to live a long and happy, healthy life beyond cancer, I want to hear from you. If you are lost about what to eat to fight cancer, I want to know you. If you are receiving mixed and confusing information, I want to hear from you. If you were given a certain number of months to live by your doctor, I definitely want to hear from you. I never forget a statement a GI doctor made to my dearest friend, Polly, who lived years after her poor prognosis. He said to her, quote, eat an entire cheesecake if you have to. I don't care. I want you to gain weight fast, end quote. Really? I rest my case. There are so many good and healthy ways to gain weight, and eating a cheesecake is certainly not one of them. I know part of the problem. One is the fact that cancer nutrition therapy is not something taught in medical schools, or anything in a dietitian's education for that matter. The topics taught there about nutrition are about 40 years outdated at least. Number two is the fact that, in reality, they are giving up on you. They are thinking in silence, 
Uh, the cancer is so advanced that there is no hope anyway. So eat whatever. It's not going to make a difference, really. Sadly, yes, this is the truth. But is it accurate? Not at all. You can take control. You can extend your life expectancy. You can feed your cancer cells for sure. All you need to do is to take advice from someone who thinks cheesecake is okay to eat. Or that shake for that matter. They're very similar to me if you ask. Or you can kill your cancer cells. You just need the right tools and the right manual to do so. So take control today. Don't hesitate to reach out if I can help you either fight cancer or prevent it. I hope you choose to avoid carcinogens all the time. Thank you for listening today and a very special thank you to my cancer patients who put their trust in me. And they inspire me every day. So if you want to reach me, best way is to email me, contact at drlolly.com or message me on Facebook, Dr. Lolly PhD. And I want to hear your, your thoughts, all of you, whether I should contact that nutritionist in England. Really, do reach out. Tell me what I should do. Until then, to your health and happiness.